Hello, Nas. How are you? Good to see you. <laughs> Good, Tai Chin. How are you? Also fine. Thank you very much. Well, first of all, thanks for coming here and spending your 10, 15, we'll see how many minutes it's going to take with us <laughs> on our topic on productivity. But before I start, I just would like to tell the audience that I know Nas since, I guess, one year, a bit more, perhaps. Almost. And yeah. we know each other from our speaking club, Toastmasters, and she's one of our active members. And she has done a lot in a short time. And the more I got to know her, the more I found out what a productive person she is. And I wanted to interview her as well. But before I start with the questions, Nas, let me ask you, who are you? <laughs> Tell us about this. <laughs> well, I guess like if the topic is productivity, I'll go with the more formal introduction. I work as an individual consultant in the field of climate change. I work with international organizations that uh, assists municipalities, governments in uh, um, pushing them towards like climate action and improving their resilience uh, for future climate impacts. So that's in a nutshell. Yeah, very nutshell. <laughs> but apart <laughs> from that, you also have different hobbies such as Toastmasters, right? Yeah, a lot of them like Dungeons and Dragons. I love anime, comic books. I love dancing. I do Lindy Hop. So, yeah, a lot of hobbies. Uh, we should definitely hang out. Most of these are my hobbies as well. <laughs> and uh, all these things, let's, let's start with our topic then on productivity. Well, first of all, I like to ask this question first. What is productivity for you? Because it is important to set the term straight because it might mean different things for different people. So let's understand what is productivity for you? What does it mean for you, Nas? I actually <laughs> struggle with that question because I think there are a couple of aspects to it. And depending on uh, your circumstance in life and the type of work you're doing, I definitely agree it might mean different things. So productivity, if you have a maybe nine to five job might mean like you work very efficiently and you're on time. But if you're maybe in a creative field, it might mean that you produce a lot more. So, um, and I have a background in architecture. So it, it's kind of like that sweet spot between those two for me. And then depending on the type of work I'm doing uh, based on like different contracts, it might just mean that I produce like quality reports and research and analysis like as fast as I can, oh, or it might mean that I'm doing like uh, like a good like creative thing or, or creative good project, comprehensive project, um, and do them <laughs> in multiple in multiple ways. So it it really matters uh, in the circumstance. Uh, I guess like. I came to this conclusion, maybe like just to go like flash back a bit. And when I was in middle school and high school, it, because you have a very structured life, right? Like your classes are ready um, and everything is kind of planned out. So what that meant was like to do your homework on time, do your assignments on time, start early on and like work them through in time but when I started architecture school everything went <laughs> in disarray because for the creatives it's actually uh, that you need a lot of input 
So it might look like procrastination a lot of times, but it's actually that like last deadline push where you actually put all of that into the project or the assignments. So you might look like you're unproductive like 90% of the time, but that's actually, if you, if you have your channels open, it's where you're actually taking all the input or making your thoughts, um, like you, how do you say, like let go of your thoughts and your um, inputs and then like all of those formulate in that last 10%. So that's still productivity, but you just have to like manage it well. And in my work, it's a little bit both of those lives. So, um, I guess like it, it was good exercise for me to go through both of those periods and be very aware of it. I think both are necessary at certain stages of life. And I internalized your point when I was working with creative people more, for example, for our book, we were work, working with a person who draws the pictures. Mm -hmm. And with that, obviously, I'm more the other kind where like deadlines and I'll do this, that, because my job generally allows me to do so. However, in this creative process, yes, at some points, sometimes I, from my own perspective, felt like the drawer was procrastinating, but then I found that, that she was just letting this creative process flow. And in the last days, she did an amazing job. So I found out that everybody has a different style of productivity. And especially if you're managing teams, you should understand and respect that, obviously and coordinates well. So yes, that's a very, very valid point. And from the things you say, you sound like a very productive person. Well, I know you're a productive person and most of your friends probably think that you're a productive person. But do you feel that you're a productive person? And I'm asking this question because as you, as you might know, a lot of people who are above average, let's say, on productivity, they might not always feel productive at different stages or constantly. So it's also a lot about the perception and the expectations versus reality, right? What do you think about this topic? No, I think expectation is uh, expectations on yourself or expectations of others from you definitely are like two key elements to it. I would consider myself as a, a productive person, I guess. Um, I, I, I know like when to push when I have the energy and when to push uh, for the result or where, where I need to uh, relax. And I might be like maybe answering your <laughs> third question a bit early on, but I think it has a lot to do with self-awareness and self-discipline because like if you, like I know very well, um, like, like my highs and lows in terms of productivity. So I can, if I'm feeling low, there's no point in pushing myself to produce something. Cause I know like it will take me four days to do the thing I could do maybe in four hours if I'm like in my very productive mood. And if it's after 12 AM, so be it. Like I'll pull an all nighter that day and get it done in four hours uh, instead of dragging it for four days, which makes me miserable as well. So it, it's really about like knowing where your energy lies and, um, and when you're, where your concentration is, is at its top um, and then like producing. And 
I think the expectation side of it comes with a bit of being easy on yourself for one thing and also putting like managing the expectations of others because um there will always be unreasonable deadlines there will always be unreasonable expectations but you have to i always like put a let's say unproductivity coefficient when i'm assessing how long a work would take me and there also i mean in adult life there's always other issues right like we both have cats and the cats can go sick that day and we may not be able to work because we take them to the wet things are same for people with kids or elderly that they're taking care of so um less so maybe for students but of course life you know i i can't speak for everyone but uh, definitely there are responsibilities we have and we have to consider that uh, things may go amiss and that that is a coefficient in when you're assessing how long a task will take you. And so that you can relate to the task giver that, I mean, you can, you know, you can do it in one day, but you say three days so that you, you're able to manage that expectation. So if you have a downtime of unproductive situation or you'll have an uh, unfortunate situation, you still are able to meet the expectations of the other party and still be on time. So yeah, that, that's kind of one trick for me. To manage my, that, that, I mean, when you relate that to the other person, you're also managing your own expectations of how long that thing is. And so you don't get too stressed out when you run out of time because you still will have enough time. But to be able to do that, you actually have to know and be very clear about um, how long that thing will take you to do. And that comes a lot with, I think, self-awareness of, and uh, of how be be very realistic with yourself about how really long that will take you. I think all the topics that I speak with different people, or not only productivity but other topics, it all boils down to self awareness, and that's fascinating. Like it also teaches me how important self awareness in all these issues. Because yeah, once you know your limits, what you like, what you don't like, what you do, what you cannot do, your biological clock, your highs and your lows, then everything becomes manageable. Or you also set the standards when you work with other people or expectations. So it is the core of everything. And it's a fascinating topic as well, actually, which I intend to do another training on. But that's another topic. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any methodologies or techniques that you use? For example, just to give you a reference point, I, I use Google Calendar and I do daily, weekly, monthly planning. I use Evernote for my long-term goals. Uh, I have a dream board here, as you can see, like things that I want to achieve. And I have such things. Uh, I will not count all of them, but uh, I try to go with the approach, less is more. Uh, what about you? What are some key components or methods that you use, or if there is any, because there might not as well, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm an avid note taker, definitely. Um, so let's your see, hand, Google right? Calendar is definitely something I've been doing since I started working, especially because I I charge my time according to hours. So it's important for me to be very realistic to my um, employers that 
I've spent like this much time on this task. So I charge accordingly. Uh, that's, and I also, that also lets me be more self-aware of how long each task takes me. So that's one thing I, it's kind of like time boxing in the Google, uh, that's a method, I guess, like, so I use Google Calendar to first set like where I'm working, when I'm working and for whom, which project I'm working for. I like since the start of the pandemic, I think just to be more on the healthy side of life, I started time boxing my meals. I think those breaks are very important, but I'm like between the meals, it's sort of very flexible. And I mean, this brings something in my mind from my child, I guess like my teenage years where I like after school, I would come and like watch one and a half hours of cartoons, mainly Dragon Ball Z. And my friends were always joking, saying that you don't do homework and like then like, or you don't take a break uh, for cartoons from your homework. You take homework breaks from your cartoon time um which may not sound very productive but i think that like times of complete like leaving off the work and off the that thing that's concerning your mind to decide and focusing on something that's relaxing you is quite important especially in creative fields because i think that you really need to relieve all that anxiety and stress and the concern of your uh, task aside for a while to actually be more creative, be, to be able to solve more problems. And in architecture, we always say like sleep on it a lot because I know many times that are resolved like architectural problems like design problems as I was sleeping or napping almost. So those type of breaks are very important. So I try like that. I mean, I'm not very methodol methodological about it, but I would say that giving time off is like off times are very important for productivity. Like you cannot be 100% productive all the time. You'll overload. No, no, that's the, there's a difference between being efficient all the time and being productive. Yeah. And yeah. <clears throat> whatever you do, you should take time to rest. And what I also experienced is when you rest, you should rest. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Thinking about work or not being in, in that moment or yeah. it's just doing nothing, not even watching Netflix or something, because that's not resting per se as well. Uh, resting is something else. So when you rest, you should rest. I have like two more things to maybe mention. One of them is this thing I figured out called the two minute rule, uh, which um, comes very handy when you need to handle household chores. Not necessarily for work, but I mean, ma as adults managing work and like house life can be very challenging if you're like living alone, have things that you're responsible for, such as the cats. So, um, so the, t uh, the two minute rule, is that if something takes less than two minutes, just do it now. So I do it like if, I, if I'm lazy to put the dishes into the dishwasher, 
two minute roll. If I'm <laughs> if I'm lazy to like switch something off, two minute roll. Or um, I mean, even only responding to an email, if it's like less than two minutes, do it now. So that that alleviates a lot of like piled up work. Another thing I um, that helped me was the habit building and habit tracking apps, I think, especially if you wanna learn new languages on the side or make sure that you're consistent in certain things. And um, I, I, don't, I don't know if you're able to advertise, but I loved Atomic Habits book from James Clear for that. I think that's a really good book uh, that I highly recommend. And besides that, I think, I mean, there's all these the nits and picks that I try and go back and try again. So, but those have been the ones that stuck with me, I think the most recently, at least. All right, thank you. Well, as I said, I don't want to take too much of your time, but before we go, which you answered a bit as well, but I'll ask you the final question that I have, which is if I would come to you like, person A would come to you seeing that you're a productive person and if that person also intends to be productive but is completely lost and has no idea where to start what to do and says Nas ah, I want to be a productive person like you but I have no idea what to do what do you recommend where mm. do I start what would you say to this person like your nephew or your cousin or a friend whoever I mean, first, I think would be that what that person wants to be productive about. Is it like being able to do your homeworks on time or being able to manage your home life and your work life properly? So that would be the first thing. The second thing is to first, uh, before worrying about um, what, like becoming productive immediately, to actually understand how they like and track actually monitor how they're doing things in the usual sense and then as, as like actually get where they are inefficient if they are able to assess the inefficiencies or where they're like maybe they're spending too much time on social media and potentially there is the thing could be to delete social media apps from your home page you know it's like just like understanding where the inefficiencies lie and bit by bit, I would say one goal for per month. And if that goal sticks, move on to the second goal, keeping the first goal. So do not try to do everything at once because it fails utterly. I've tried it so many times, it fails. So Build bit by bit, as one thing becomes a habit, move on to the next thing. And uh, like the whole process should be about understanding yourself, understanding your self-discipline, where you fail, where you succeed, and just tweak your lifestyle accordingly. I, I like this all like brings one um, something that a performance artist once shared. Uh, I don't know if you know her. She's Marina Abramovich, I think her name. Uh, this she's this like amazing woman who had a, a performance 
exhibition in in Muma where she just sat at the table and people would like sit in front of her and like they will look eye to eye and emotions will ramp them up. Anyways, I listened to uh, a seminar from that woman and what she was saying is that a lot of times where the creative people, especially like artists, singers, that they go to drugs is to dull the, the sensation they get after all those performances which bring them high because if you if you're the recipient of that much energy you go very high i think a similar thing happens when you finish a task and when you sort sometimes succeed at something that's long overdue and what she was saying is that if those people instead of like dulling their senses go to the studio go to their um, like make a new painting, record a new song, channel that extra energy into something like creative, productive, then they become more successful. Um, I don't know if it's scientifically tested, but at least that was her way of coping with that extra energy she gets when she does her performance arts. And I think uh, that's very similar it's still about very self-awareness okay i have very high energy right now and i can channel it into something and then moving along with it plan it out um of course like if it's a long-term project it's always harder to manage so it's good to be that self-aware to put your I said mini, mini milestones that so you get to the end so always break it down always be like disciplined about that but in the meantime be very um how do we say um self uh, kind to yourself about your inefficiencies because you're just human after all good points i especially like the end where you were talking about the balance between being productive and self-love and i agree with almost everything that, I mean, I don't find anything that I disagree. And these are also things that I try to internalize. And in this conversation, actually, I learned or and remembered a lot. And I'm sure people who are watching this, who are going to watch this, will have the same sensation. I really appreciate you giving your time, Nas. And before I say thank you to you, is there anything else that you would like to add? Well... No, not for now, I think. What else, <laughs> what else can I say? Be, be self-aware <laughs> and be kind to yourself and to others. <laughs> These are very two important points. Self-awareness and self-compassion are very, very important. Yes, it's not always about efficiency. Thank you very much, Nas. I really appreciated it. It was an amazing conversation and hope to see you in other videos together. You're welcome. Take care, Nas. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>